0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of Storytime Anytime. Are you ready to go back to school? When I was a teacher, I loved when a brand new school year started. I decorated my classroom with a fall theme and bought new pencils, crayons, and lots of reward stickers. I was so excited to meet my new students and to get to know them. Some kids came in smiling, eager to meet me, and others came in a bit shy. In our first story, you will meet a little girl named Amy. When Amy goes back to school on the first day, she is feeling a little nervous. So, her mother comes up with a great idea. Let's find out what happens on Amy's first day of school. My First Day at School It was the first day of school. Mrs. Lee gave Amy a big hug and a kiss in front of room 103. Have a wonderful day, my shining star, said Mrs. Lee. She showed Amy a folded piece of paper and quickly put it in her daughter's pocket. Open this in case you need a little help amy walked into the classroom welcome to class 103 greeted a friendly lady you must be amy i am your teacher mrs burns find your cubby and then join the others on the rug mrs burns walked off quickly all of a sudden amy felt very alone She reached inside her pocket and touched the piece of paper her mother had put there. Amy, your cubby is next to mine, said a girl with red hair. Thank you, said Amy. She put her lunchbox in a cubby marked Amy, and the two girls walked over to the rug. Today we will meet new friends and learn names, said Mrs. Burns. One at a time, she called out the children's names and put on name tags. The girl with the red hair got up. Her name was Katie. Amy waited and waited for her name to be called. She started to feel sad and remembered the piece of paper in her pocket. Amy Lee, called out Mrs. Burns. Amy got up quickly and quietly. Mrs. Burns put on Amy's name tag and smiled. Then Mrs. Burns told the children about the activities for the morning. Amy chose Block Corner, but when she got there, three boys were already building a castle. There was no room for Amy, and she began to feel alone. Amy put her hand in her pocket and touched the paper. Do you want to help make a moat? Every castle needs a moat, said a boy named Ben. Okay, said Amy. She made a moat with Ben, Harry, and Gabriel. When the principal came in to meet the children, she said it was the nicest moat she had ever seen. Soon it was lunchtime. What a big noisy place, Amy thought mrs burns spoke in an outdoor voice this is your table you will sit here as a class the whole year children who eat hot lunch please follow me the rest of my class may begin to eat now amy looked for katie but she could not find her she sat down at one end of the table All around her, children were talking and laughing. But Amy felt so alone, she just stared at her lunchbox. Then Amy remembered the paper in her pocket. She reached inside and felt it. Just then, Amy heard her name. It was Katie. May I sit here? asked Katie, carrying a lunch tray. Sure, said Amy. I was looking for you. I get hot lunch. I stand in that line over there, Katie said, pointing behind her. Katie sat down and started to spread mustard on her hamburger. You like mustard on your hamburger? asked Amy. Yes, I do, answered Katie. So do I, cheered Amy, and the two girls laughed. After lunch children ran in all directions in the yard. Amy couldn't decide what to do first. There were monkey bars, slides, two jungle gyms, tire swings, and seesaws. Can you give me a push? asked a girl who was sitting on a tire swing. Okay, said Amy. So she pushed and pushed and pushed. Soon the girl was swinging very high. Wow, giggled the girl. You are good. What's your name? Amy, what's yours? Amy asked. Jenny, said the girl. Do you want to go on the monkey bars now? Asked Amy. Yes, answered Jenny. The girls raced to the monkey bars. But just as they got there, Amy tripped and fell she felt a stinging on her knees and then she saw the blood are you okay asked jenny no said amy trying to hold back tears mrs burns walked over quickly jenny offered to take amy to the nurse the school nurse washed amy's knees and gave her a bandage for each Last summer, I fell and got stitches right here, said Jenny, pointing to the tip of her chin where a faint scar remained. Ugh, said Amy, forgetting about her own injury. Did it hurt? Did it ever, Jenny said dramatically. After cool cups of water, the girls thanked the nurse and walked back to the classroom. The children were sitting on the rug. Mrs. Burns smiled at the girls as they walked in. A few children asked what happened. Amy felt important, telling her story and showing the bandages. Soon, it was time to go home. Amy saw her mother come into the classroom. "'There's my shining star,' her mother said. "'How did your first day go?' Mrs. Burns came over to Mrs. Lee. Amy fell in the yard, but she was very brave. She had help from her friends. Did you need any other help? asked Mrs. Lee, looking at Amy's pocket. Amy's eyes widened. So many things happened today, I didn't get a chance to open the piece of paper. Now I will, exclaimed Amy reaching into her pocket she opened the paper and discovered a shining new star sticker amy smiled and looked up at her mother i think i was a shining star today without this after all she said i'm glad that amy had a great first day at school When my daughter Morgan was little, I gave her a picture of our dog, Thunder. She would keep his picture in her book bag and pull it out if she ever felt sad or missed our family. Maybe this year, you aren't going back to a regular classroom, but staying at home to learn. It's still a fun time to get new school supplies, read books, paint pictures, or listen to silly stories like this one. THE LITTLE SCHOOL BUS THAT TALKED It was the first day of school. It was also the first time that the bright new shiny little yellow school bus had been taken out of the garage to drive the children to school. He felt very proud and excited as he pulled up to the bus stop and saw all the children waiting for him. Soon, all of his seats were filled with chattering, laughing children. The little school bus went through the middle of the town and stopped right in front of the school door, waiting while all the children got out. In the afternoon, the little school bus took the children back home again. Then his driver took him to the gas station to have his tank filled. As he stood beside the gas pump, he began to feel a little sad. He wished he could laugh and talk with the children and be their friend. But the trouble was, he had no voice. Then a strange thing happened. The gasoline which had been pumped into his tank was cold. And when the driver started his engine, it made him cough. (laughs) At first, he was rather surprised because he had never heard himself cough before. Then, suddenly, he was filled with excitement because he knew he must have a voice after all. That night, while the other buses were sleeping, the little school bus practiced using his new voice. He coughed again to get the feeling of making a sound. Then he tried to say some of the words he had heard the children saying. Suddenly, in a loud, clear voice, he said, I can do it! The little school bus was too excited to sleep that night, so he stood in his place waiting for what would surely be the most thrilling day of his life. Talking to the children was not as easy as the school bus thought it would be. They were all busy talking to each other. But, As they were driving through the town, the traffic light turned red and the little school bus stopped. In his loudest voice, he said, I have to stop for a moment because the light is red. The children asked, Who said that? I did, said the little school bus very proudly. It's my new voice. At that, the driver stopped the bus. Everyone jumped out to see where the voice was coming from. The traffic in the street all stopped too. A crowd was gathering. Before anyone knew what was happening, there was a traffic jam that filled the whole street. The Johnson twins, Bobby and Tommy, looked at each other and said, It's a trick. Let's look all around to see who is making this voice. They began to walk around the bus, looking underneath and inside and everywhere. Then they came around to the front of the bus and stood staring at it. What they did not know was that the little yellow school bus was staring back at them in great surprise. He had seen a lot of people since he came from the factory where he was made but never before had he seen two people who looked exactly alike. The school bus just had to ask a question about this curious matter so he said, Are there really two of you who look exactly alike? The twins looked underneath the engine then stepped back again. Are there really two of you? the school bus asked again. The twins looked at each other and began to giggle. Could it be that the school bus was really able to speak? Bobby felt a little strange to be talking to a school bus, but he answered, We're twins. That means we look alike. The bus thought for a moment. School buses are alike, he said. So are fire engines. But I thought people had their own special faces. Tommy helped his brother explain. Some twins are more alike than others. When you have seen us a few more times, it will be easier for you to see the difference between us. The little school bus answered happily, I shall watch for you every day, and as soon as I can tell you apart, I shall call out, Hello, Bobby, and Hello, Tommy. The traffic jam in the street now blocked all the other streets as well. A policeman came over to the little yellow school bus and asked the driver, Would you kindly explain to me what has been going on here? Bobby and Tommy spoke up together. The school bus has been talking. He has a wonderful new voice. The policeman frowned and looked doubtful. He had never heard of a school bus being able to talk. Standing in front of the bus, he said sternly, if you can talk, I'd like to hear you say something. Then he quickly added, but not too loud. We can't have another disturbance. The school bus answered in his quietest voice. I'm very sorry, officer. I only wanted to talk to the children and be their friend. The policeman was so surprised he jumped and his hat almost fell off. The policeman thought for a moment. Then he said, I can see that you are a very special bus and it would make the children very happy to have you as their friend. But you must promise me that you will only talk to them when there are no grown-ups nearby. Most grown-ups are not ready for such surprises. Then he added, And we can't have another disturbance. The school bus thought that was a very good idea because he did not want any more traffic jams. So, using his quietest voice again, he said, I promise, officer. The bus driver led the children back into the bus. Quickly, children. We're late for school. So if one morning when the school bus arrives, you hear him whisper, Hello, isn't it a lovely day? Just pat his yellow paint as you walk up the steps. He will know you heard and that you are his friend. And if you are standing in front of his headlights and you wink your eye, you might even see him wink back. It would be pretty cool if school buses could talk. Why don't we end today by singing a song about friends? Come on and sing along with me. This has been brought to you by Twin Sisters Digital Media and Evergreen Podcasts. Be sure to hit subscribe. If your children enjoyed these songs and stories, go to twinsisters.com to find even more ways for them to sing and learn. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter for our free download of the day giveaways and promotions on exciting new digital learning content like these and much more. And visit our friends at evergreenpodcasts.com. Thank you for joining us at Storytime Anytime. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly